G'day everybody. Welcome. Good morning everybody. Welcome to May Skies. In other words, what's happening this month in the sky. First of all, I'm going to start by saying what's not going to happen because there's a hoax going around Facebook and the internet at the moment and it's sort of being picked up by some media outlets, but it's a hoax. The moon, will, there will not be a smiley moon on the 16th of May this month with Venus and Jupiter. A number of reasons for that. On the 16th of May, the moon's just passed last quarter, so it's a 40% moon, which is not much good for making a smiley face. Venus is also setting in the evening sky just um, after the sun goes down, and Jupiter is much higher in the evening sky. So not going to happen, I'm sorry to say. So hoax busted. But what is going to happen? So let's start off with um, today, May the 1st, early this morning was the first quarter moon. Now, later this month is the full moon. This is a perigee moon. So this is a moon that is the final super moon. Every year we have three super moons, which means that the moon is closer to the earth. And then we also have some micro moons when the moon is further away. And this mainly happens because the moon goes around the earth in a non-circular um, orbit. It's slightly elliptical. So obviously at times it's further away. Um, if you're a fisherman, which I guess at the moment is a bit hard to be in with COVID-19 everywhere. But if you're a fisherman, this is when you get the bigger and other moons. If you live in the Northern Hemisphere, this month's full moon is called the flower moon, as in flower, as in plant, not as in cooking cakes. Although, I don't know, I made some chocolate cakes last night. Does that count? Um, it's also called the corn planting moon or the milk moon. Um, because for us in the Southern Hemisphere, of course, we're starting to get cold. We're um, coming up, to, I guess, to our first frost. We've had some heavy snowfalls in the south of Victor in Victoria and in the snowfields. But for the rest of us, we've actually had to dig out our jumpers after a nice, warm um, summer and autumn. So basically, it's the moon when it's a supermoon because the moon will be relatively close to us at its perigee. Okay, other things happening this month. If you missed the Lyrids, last month. We have a much better Southern Hemisphere one coming. On the 4th and 5th of May, I'll do another um, YouTube on that and I'll put some slides up showing you exactly where to find it. So the Eta Aquarids, it's a bit better. Sometimes you can see up to 40 meteors in an hour. Now, please do not hold me to that. Um, that's the average. That means sometimes you can see two, sometimes you can see 80. Um, not that I've ever seen 80, in, particularly in the either Aquarids, but I have seen many, many more in other ones. So that's what's going to happen. A couple of um, comets this month. Atlas has brightened again. Where will that be? It's very low at the moment for us in the Southern Hemisphere. I saw it in binoculars a couple of nights ago before the rain came. I'll also put up on my blog on some, um, some finder charts on how you can find it. My blog, by the way, is donnatheastronomer.com.au. And also, you please follow me on my Facebook page, which is Milroy, M-I-L-R-O-Y, Coonabarabrand. Um, just search for um, Facebook and Milroy Coonabarabrand or Donna the Astronomer, and you will find me. Um, but I'll put some more up-to-date stuff as we go. And another comet coming in mid-May is Comet Swan. Um, we'll look to see how that appears, and it may appear to be bright enough. So let's look through the planets. So Mercury. 
Mercury is in superior conjunction this month, so it's switching from being a morning to an evening start, from a yeah, morning to an evening start. So when a planet goes in conjunction, particularly, and then you can only have the planets Mercury and Venus, they're on the opposite sides to the sun to us um, because they're the inner planets. So now we call them the inferior planets because they're between us and the sun and the gas giants and the rest of them and Mars are superior because they're on the other side, not because they're bigger or better. It's just that they're on the other side of us. So they're not between the sun and us. So it's really good. When it's in superior conjunction means it's furthest away from us. So basically you have the Earth, you have the sun, you have Mercury. So we're the furthest way apart. And it's quite little, but as it does this transition, as it goes between one side of the sun to the other, then it becomes it switches from the morning to the um, from the evening to the from the morning to the evening sky. So this will happen um, much later on the month. So we're not going to see it. The conjunction occurs on the fifth of May, and then we will eventually see it in the western sky. So by the end of the month. Basically, by the 22nd, it will be very close to Venus, and that's going to make it really good to find. And on the 24th of the month, sorry, I'm just getting my chair. On the 24th of the month, what will happen is you have a very small moon, and you will have Mercury and Venus very low on the horizon. But it may be worth having a shot at. You you will need to have a good northwest clear horizon. Um, it won't make a smiley moon, but you'll have a very tiny crescent moon, Venus below it. And Mercury slightly above, so it'll be more like um, there's the moon present, there'll be Mercury, there'll be Venus in the sky. So it'll still make for a nice shot for those of you who want to have a go. Okay, so Venus will be again going into doing its approaching its inferior conjunction. At the moment, Venus is the brightest object other than the moon in the sky. It's, it's very, very bright. And if you actually can look at it in a pair of binoculars or a small telescope, it looks like a very, very fine crescent moon. And it's very, very bright. The less of the moon you can, act, the less of Venus you can actually see, the brighter it is in the sky. So it's actually going in inferior conjunction, which means it's actually going between us and the sun. So it's at its closest point to us. So that's why it's so big and bright. So on, as I said, on the 22nd, 24th, they'll be there. If you've got a pair of binoculars, have a go in the early twilight. It's worth having a look at. Now let's move to Mars, because we won't be able to see it much after that until it becomes the morning star in June. Um, after midnight, Mars rises. It'll be in Capricorn at the beginning of the month, and it is now, then it will move to Aquarius. So it will be reasonably close in the sky to the moon on the 16th when everyone's saying it. So the two planets that will actually be closest to the moon on the 16th are actually Mars and Neptune. And you can't really see Neptune without a telescope or at least a very, very strong pair of binoculars. And then it's a bit difficult. Um, it's Mars is moving further away from us. So it's quite small in the sky. It looks a little bit orangey red. Jupiter, Jupiter, I can't miss it. Nice and bright again. It reaches what we call an apparent stationary point in its orbit. So it looks like it's basically standing still. <laughs> and then it sort of stays still in the sky, then it'll start moving um, what we call retrograde or backwards. Um, and that's all to do with how our orbits all move together. So it's, um, you can't miss it, it rises. It's rising in Sagittarius. And um, it'll be pretty close to the moon on the 12th and you can't miss it. Saturn's rising in the mid-evening sky and we're coming into my favourite time 
for showing people the sky where you've got both Saturn and Jupiter visible. But of course, with COVID-19, we're not doing any shows. But I'm so hoping if they lift the restrictions and people can travel again, or even if you're a local, um, once we can have more than two people together, then um, come out and look through my telescope and let me have the pleasure of showing you Jupiter and Saturn. Um, Uranus and Neptune, as I said, Neptune is going to be in Aquarius. It's very, very faint. It's a very, like a little blue dot. Uranus will be in the eastern dawn sky. It's at the moment in conjunction with the sun, so it's sort of not visible to us at the moment. Uh, what else can we talk about? Um, we talked about the comets. Um, the Eta Aquarius, there's a meteor shower on the 4th of May. That'll be cool, better than the Lyriads was, hopefully. But um, lots to see in the sky. You've got um, in the evening sky, in the um, just after twilight, you've got the saucepan or the pot, whatever you call, whatever you want to call it, Orion, the hunter, um, with big bright red brittle juice, which is now much brighter than it has been for those who've been under the project. Um, the Southern Cross is beautiful and high. You can still see the Magellanic clouds if you've got a dark sky, which is a bit hard with the moon at the moment. But as the moon's less and less visible, um, early in the evening, you can get a good sky of the emu rising. And the dark spot under the Southern Cross is his head. The pointers are his neck, go through his neck, and then his body spreads out as you're going towards Sagittarius. So great to go out and have a look at. Plenty to see. Don't forget, follow up on the Aquids. I'll also be doing a couple of videos this month, another one on another lady astronomer from history, and I'll be talking about the planet Venus as well. Some fun facts for the young people and anyone else. Um, on that note, happy skies. Hope the skies are clear in your part of the world and hope everything else is going well for you. Thank you very, very much for watching. Until next month or until next video.